God, those communists are amazing. How's it going, Marcus? Hey, what up, bud? Okay, now I can hear you. Oh, you can hear me? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I was talking to some of the guys in your room. I was hoping to to get to like a base level understanding. I, I don't know what the ages are, but they were like... I think most of our listeners are probably like mid to late 20s, early 20s maybe. I don't know. They're all in their 20s, I think. Okay. Because, yeah, I was trying to, you know, before giving like any kind of a morality opinion or any kind of an ethics base, just to get to like an agreement of like, hey, let's agree on just the science because I know a lot of people just don't know it. And we were talking about abortion. I don't know if you were reading it in there. No, I haven't really kept up with the... Uh, I just noticed that I jumped into the debate text chat and I just saw that several people were typing and I was like, oh shit, what's going on here? And I figured if you are available, like I just was sitting in front of my computer anyway, like we could record now if you wanted to, but I also was yeah, just should. inviting any other people if they want to jump in and I don't know, I'm recording. I have a, a bot in there already that's recording just so everybody knows, but um, that's just in case anybody says any anything particularly insightful or... It turns into like a good conversation or whatever, but uh, I just like to record stuff because it's all good content. But yeah, that's what's, up? what's up, uh, Country Queer? What's up, Bill? I actually, Country Queer, you're on our side, right? <laughs> I believe I've seen you for a while. Yes, I'm just okay. listening in right now. I'm at an oil change. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, no. So in the voice chat, uh, in the text chat, we were talking about. Um, I was trying to. They asked, somebody asked me about my opinion on abortion, mm-hmm. and uh, as I said, you know, as a right wing progressive. I believe that progress is always towards individual liberty. And they were trying to get me, you know, and you really can't just give your opinion because then they'll try to say that, oh, abortion's an individual right thing. And then, you know, I'll have to say, well, it's two humans there, da 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 da, right? And so rather than get around that, I'm just mm-hmm. like, let's start by just the facts, right? So what are the facts? So science, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's largely agreed on. It's like 96%, I believe it is, that um, human life begins at conception. And then so I got some pushback on that. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. We can't even get past the first point. No big deal. <laughs> you know? But, and so I was trying to walk them through. I was like, okay, if you find a, a single cell organism on Mars, would that be a human life? Right? Common sense. Right? We know that that's a life. Like, there's, like if we saw an egg on Mars and then like the, the freaking jackass uh, astronaut like steps on the egg, everybody on Earth would be pissed. Because <laughs> right? like, yeah, we know yeah. it's alive. Otherwise, you wouldn't have to kill it. Right? So it's like, I, you know, I want to have an honest conversation. So I'm like, we at least got to be able to agree on just that, that basic shit, you know? And they, they were like, I don't know. It could be, you know, their egos or whatever. Maybe, you know how it is whenever you jump into a text thing, they just want to battle, you know? But I'm yeah. like, at least like, let's agree on that. Like, because we can disagree on the ethics and all the other stuff. Like, that's where the, the area for disagreement is. Not on, not on the science. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so um, the kids in the Discord are very spicy. I like that about them. Yeah. Um, okay. The pushback that I've gotten from essentially those other debate episodes that I did recently with that liquid Zulu guy. And actually the yeah, pushback yeah. that I got from people was that I wasn't confrontational enough, that I didn't push back on okay. these people enough. And I don't know. I'm not going to say that I'm going to try to be like intentionally. No, you should. You like should. That, you know, I believe that um, the our goal should always be to get to the truth. So I believe that you should always stop anyone and anything that you believe they got wrong. And then let's let's beat it up over that one single issue yeah. until we get to the truth. Right. Um, well, because I'm, otherwise, I'm So I won't. I'll try not to interrupt you because I'd like to let people yeah, yeah. Have, their, have their say. But I also okay. will ask you to do the same for me, of course. Yeah, but um, so I would say as far as the abortion thing, I mostly don't have much opinion on it because I don't have a uterus. And I try to leave that up to the people who do. And I feel like they should be able to do with their uteruses, whatever they want to do. And 
I wouldn't even, so I'll take a weird position just to grant you that it's, you know, mm-hmm. a human life. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I really agree that that's the case, but I would skip over that entirely and just grant you for the sake of argument that it is just so that I could say it's still moral to end that life right up until the moment of conception. If that child is not going to be born into a world that's going to value its actual life after that point and also is built around some morals or ethics that don't place the same value on other lives as well. Because what I think that you will actually have difficulty with in your position is justifying capitalism as it exists, or even in theory, if you take that position of the sacredness of all life because of what capitalism leads to as far as its consequences, like both in reality and like in the theoretical situations that we could describe that where it would just be like incoherent to value capitalism if you if you claim to value life that much. And so what I usually think is what's going on with the abortion thing is it's like it's a lot of dudes just trying to like have some power over women in a weird way and i just mostly stay out of it because that does not fucking interest me i mean yeah everybody can jump in on the voice chat like i have a backup bot going but like um marcus here and i were planning on recording from eight to nine and so we could like just start whenever i mean like i said i'm recording this now this could be end up being part of the episode but i purposely said to everybody like jump in the voice chat if you want to jump in on this too but like yeah. Of course, keep it civil. Let everybody talk. So the three arguments that I got from you, um, what what if the kids are going to have a bad life? They're not going to have free health care. They're not, you know, so these are all, you know, arguments that I hear all the time. But I just want to kind of regurgitate them to you. Um, well, you know, you can't defend capitalism because of what, you know, you're saying that capitalism uh, leads to kids being poor. I'm ge- I'm, I'm guessing I'm, I'm go- I yeah, could yeah. be like. I I could be steel manning or straw manning here. I don't know. Uh, But, you know, capitalism is bad for the kids. So if if you support capitalism, you support them coming out into a harsh world, um, you know, kill or be killed kind of deal. And then you said that men shouldn't have a say. Right. So those are the three arguments I heard. Mm hmm. All right. So, um, so number one, uh, you seem like a reasoned guy. I would, I would recommend, have you ever heard of evictionism? Yeah. So that's actually in one of those things that I sent you earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. Liquid Zulu, he talks about that. And so when we covered that, if I could just give you the quick synopsis, if you want. Cool. Yeah. So it, basically the way I understand it is that he was advocating for artificial wombs, uh, for anybody who wants to evict a fetus because a woman should have the personal liberty, uh, even under their principles to evict a fetus because it doesn't have the, she doesn't have the obligation to host it as you know, the, the fetus doesn't have the. Um, was it the ability or I guess the right to impose on her uh, because mm-hmm. of its life. And so he was saying like the solution to that would be artificial wounds and all this stuff. And w- the conclusion that we came to was basically that it's more ethical for um, this woman to like, ha- like have this fetus removed from her. And then the doctor literally just like lay it on a table and it just dies of exposure. Um, if there's not an artificial wound waiting for it, as opposed to just like, I don't know, the easier thing, which is less damage and less surgical imposition on the woman to just have taken a pill very early on in the pregnancy or like other methods of abortion that are less risky and damaging and stuff like that. So the conclusion that I came to from that, we moved on quickly in that episode because like I said, a bunch of dudes talking about it and I didn't really feel comfortable about it. But the conclusion I came to was that he was advocating for a position that while it is morally coherent and like logical, it's robotic and like anti-human and that's yeah. kind of the conclusion I come to with all of their positions is that they're advocating for things that are anti-human and don't work in reality. 
And when I point that out to them, that no one is going to advocate for these things in, in practice, uh, they just mm -hmm. dismiss that as like, like that doesn't matter. Like they're saying it doesn't matter if people don't want to do it. That's what makes the most sense because it's morally logical. And I was, so this is my, also my response to why I didn't push back on liquid Zulu so much during all these things is because I don't realize how much these, these I think these guys don't realize how much they're being fucked with, like, or how okay. silly they're coming off when they say these things. And like, I hope that so, that's not the position you're going to advocate for. Like, I, I, I hope it's like something more sensible. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I would, I would, I would advocate for evictionism, of course. Um, you know, uh, but let's go into it, I guess. So, you know, I, and then I, I definitely want to go back to those three arguments that you brought up earlier about what the kids poor. Well, I guess just uh, real quick, like, if you could just first and foremost address the thing about like, do you agree that the that it's morally it's better for the doctor to just take this kid out surgically? set it on wherever it's going to set and it just dies because there's no artificial no. one waiting for it. No, or some, I, I, I was going to say that. I think to take a pill or something like that makes more sense I, to me. Yeah. So that would still be murder, right? Like for me. So like I'm a black man, right? So if, um, so this would be the exact same in my mind, right? Is mm -hmm. if like, let's say the KKK was chasing me and then like, I see your door uh, open or whatever. I run into your cabin. And then you say, well, hey, bro, like, I didn't invite you into this fucking cabin. And I'm like, I get that. But like, if I go outside, I'm gonna die. You know what I mean? Like, and, and so um, basically, that's the that's where we're at. Right. And I've got to figure out, um, you know, is it moral for you to kick me out if you know that it means that I'm ultimately going to die? And that's really the circumstance. Right. So. Um, so, yes, I transgressed on your property rights. Right. But you know that I'm only transgressing for a limited amount of time. Right. So the question is, is it OK with you murdering me or assisting in my murder? Because I surely will be murdered if you don't let me stay there for nine months. You know, for a fact that just nine months in one day, the KKK will walk away. They like guaranteed they're going to walk yeah, okay. away. So I see I, I see I think I see where you're going with this. Juniper has something to say. And Juniper, you can you can jump in if you want to just you know turn on your mic or whatever or type it if it doesn't work. I don't know. But what I was going to say is that I think I agree. And if you want to do like the logically consistent thing, I think I shouldn't be able to kick you out of my cabin to just to the wolves or to the white nationalist assholes. Like, and I wouldn't do that. Um, just as I would say, like, I don't because you would get murdered and I would feel, uh, what do you call it? Like responsible for that. And so, yeah. but I'm, I'm also saying like that could lead us to the logical position of just like saying that, um, like an off left communism would solve that problem. First of all, like the white nationalists wouldn't be there because they would be gone, but also no one would be like um, starving or dying of exposure or anything if they lived in that kind of society because all life would be valuable and they would be housed and fed and cared for. Well, and I'll so, dive into those, those arguments, okay. Ron. Oh, hello. Hold yeah, on. What's, I, what's up, um, and I, I'm just going to say this I don't think that your example is the same as being pregnant um because while you are only just going to be in his house for nine months in one day when you are pregnant your body is being changed your body is going through hormonal issues you can literally break your bones everything um i don't think that that is a good comparison to make i was actually hoping to get there eventually too because that's another big sticking point i had with liquid zulu was the equation of your bodily rights with property rights and that seems to be like a big leap that you guys make that ha that no one has made explicit to me yet 
But got it. Just regarding like just to finish up on hopefully the abortion thing, because I really would love to move on to other topics because I feel like we have plenty to talk about without focusing on abortion. Because again, I just don't like to do it as dudes. But I would say I actually do think it sucks when babies are aborted. Like personally, I would prefer that more humans were born because I like humans and humanity. And uh, I would like to see more of them. But I also want them to come into a world that they are cared for in. And I also don't want to fucking inconvenience mothers who don't want to have kids. Like ideally, there should be a way to take that cell out at division one. Like as soon as it divides into two, not inconvenience this mother at all. And then put that into some kind of artificial womb or something that is state sponsored, that there's just enough for everyone. And then have that, that kid go into like a state run facility that like they actually are cared for. Not like group homes now that like traumatize people and are underfunded or whatever, like actual care that people need. But I don't know. I feel like that's logically consistent and makes the most sense. And I feel like we're all advocating for Marxism if we advocate for that, but go ahead. So um, what you're basically saying is what the evictionist would say is you want, um, because he transgressed, but he's not guilty of transgressing, he was forced in there, right? So um, like, let's say if it was a rape, right? Um, he did, it, the, the fetus isn't, you know, guilty, that the human child isn't guilty. Um, so therefore, we can't kill them because they didn't actually do anything. Uh, but the woman does have property rights to her body, right? Because so for us on the right side, we believe in property rights. Um, so we believe that she has property rights to her body and she could want him evicted. Uh, but obviously, you can't, you can't evict someone if you know it surely means their death, right? Their, their actual murder. Um, so therefore, we want to do embryo implantation. And you'd, you'd be surprised that most libertarians, uh, I mean, obviously, we'd love to do it through the free market, but we'd concede that, hey, let's, get, let's do it through state if you have to. You know, we're okay with that. Um, yeah, and we'd well, also then, do let's, then let's the just move on movement. from abortion. If we can say that, like, I don't know, if I can get you to even say, like, let the state run the fucking Matrix baby farms, and as yeah. long as it doesn't inconvenience women in the slightest, like, from their personal autonomy, then, sure, I guess we can just agree on that and just, like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if you see that there's a um, a text chat as well, but like, mm-hmm. um, our listeners particularly hate it that libertarians continue to bring up rape all the fucking time. Like, we really, it's just really annoying. Oh, I, and if you yeah, can't avoid it, try to. Like but like, 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 I get why you did in that. We we're we're so used to it being brought up as like because you know it's the one percent. Uh, people bring it up all the time when trying to talk about abortion, although it's less than one percent. So for us, we we hate when everybody else brings up rape, but we're just trying yeah. to give you like the most grotesque, the one that everyone should almost agree on, you know, uh, and and use it as an example that way um, because we all understand why it's wrong, right? And so, yeah. but I think the one thing that I'd want to go over before uh, moving off is at least you know um, that one part where you said men shouldn't have a say because we can't get pregnant. I think that that right there would be, you know, wrong. Uh, so I would obviously say that, you know, let's say if I wasn't a slave and there were, this were a time during slavery, somebody could use that exact same bad argument and say, hey, you know, um, you're not a slave. You don't get to speak up for him. So I think, um, you know, we, we I, I don't believe that uh, you should only be able to talk up for people who look like you or who, you know, are in your same, you know, strata or whatever it is. I think that yeah, we I should all be able I, to You need to equate to that, that well. to being in your body for me. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I think some idiot could say that, you know, only men can talk about rape, you know, because a man has a penis and he can. For- I, I just th- I think that anyone should be able to talk about what's uh, what's wrong, right and wrong. So I, I would never. Well, men can, men can get raped. Can I say something? Um, so 
with the topic of if you don't have a uterus, you don't have um, as much of a a basis to have an opinion. In my opinion, that comes from like you don't have the understanding of what it is to be in a body with a uterus. As somebody with a body with a uterus, there are so many traumas that come with that that like like mm, makes me literally disabled. <laughs> like by the definition of that, like. There's a lot that goes into that. Like, you can hear that I'm triggered, and I'm sorry for bringing that energy into this, but that's the point. Like, if I get sexually assaulted and then somebody forces me to do some weird medical procedure, like, that is so traumatic. Like, it, it just feels dehumanizing that people with uteruses should have to go through all these things because of some theoretical argument. Like, the reason that I think, think if someone has a uterus, they're qualified to have an opinion on this is not because like people without uteruses opinions aren't valid. It's just like you don't understand. Like, like I don't understand the, the experience of being like a non-white person. Like I, I'm not gonna speak for their issues. You know, okay, that's my thank you. So the civilized world, um, you know, one of the basis of what we have, you know, uh, with us not enslaving each other and doing all this nasty stuff to each other, like is the fact that, you know, anybody can speak up uh, when, so when they see something wrong and murder is always going to be immoral. Right. Um, and we never want to be a society that, you know, justifies murder. Um, so we do want to, you know, be able to speak to specifics. And, you know, like he said, men can get raped. Uh, I don't believe that if a man gets raped, he should be able to go down to the maternity ward and kill a baby, right? And that's the extreme example. But what that means is, is just because something bad happens to you, you don't get the right to murder someone who is innocent, right? Yeah. So I mean, I'm yeah, okay I feel like do you see what I mean? Know. That like you don't know. I'll stop. I'll stop. We, well, that's going to be a great idea if you guys moved on from this topic. Yeah, I'm trying to do that right now. So I think we covered it plenty with the evictionism. And I think, Marcus, you were on the right track with the evictionism thing before, like, you know, saying, I, I think that's kind of a non sequitur to crib from Liquid Zulu um, yeah. to bring up saying, like, if a man gets raped, that he can't go kill a baby. I think we both know that that's not a relevant situation. But, like, well, right, it so would I, I want to move on from. Too. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I, I just, it, it's really it, not it just because to say, you know you don't get to murder someone just because something wrong happened to you. Um, yeah, I know. Like, I, I get where you're going with it. I'm just I'm purposely going to move us on because I don't think it's a productive area of discussion. So I think to try to segue from it. So you, since you're saying that murder is wrong, you seem to be very concerned about it. I feel mm -hmm. like it's also telling because this is another thing that I try to bring up. Is like, you know, I feel like the guys on the right they dismiss everything that is I don't know if it's woo woo or touchy feely or emotional or whatever. And it's why Zulu so quickly dismisses me saying that, like, you're describing a horrible system that will never work in reality for human beings. Like, maybe it will work for robots that are perfectly logical and don't have bodies. But what you're describing is horrific. And that's a well, problem. Communism or... What's that? Are you is he is he saying that when you're describing communism or no no this saying? is me saying like what liquid Zulu like this this other libertarian um I'm just using oh like laissez faire laissez -faire. no I, I I've seen yeah, liquid yeah. Zulu so you're saying oh, like laissez faire with something got it yeah yeah I'm okay. well, because every time we'd get to like a situation where we would describe how something would work he describes something that is like anti-human in a certain way and I'll bring up probably the water faucet example in a little bit because that's another one that we got sure. stuck on but I guess I would say that. In reality, and this is also something I've been doing lately, is trying to post and get people who want to defend capitalism in practice as opposed to in theory, because I feel like that's a huge, it's a huge uh, obstacle for you guys if you can't defend like actual existing capitalism. I feel like that puts you guys back in the territory that we were in in like 1991 after the well, collapse of the wall. Like, we'll, just, 
we'll defend uh, capitalism. Like, I, I have no problem defending capitalism as long as it's actual capitalism. Like, you can't be like... Um, but that's what I mean. Like, I feel like you guys can't defend capitalism in the real world and you have to refer to the economics 101 definition because otherwise you can't take a consistent position, especially on things like murder. Like, well, let me there's you, no let way me you can defend the capitalism the way that it exists in the real world and then say that you care about human life to the, yeah, to the point me, that you need to, like, regulate women's uteruses. Let me, let me give you an example. Um, if I, I like capitalism, right? That means I want actual free markets. So if a government gets involved where, which you know, never you've got existed. A left what's that? Which have, which have never existed. existed. Laissez-faire capitalism has existed multiple times in history. Well, yeah, I mean, um, in like really small Austria, communities for like a little people, bit of time. There's been there's been multiple um, ANCAP societies, multiple, right? Like the Vikings, uh, you got the medieval free states. I mean, you got to. That's what least, I mean. Like you guys have to go back this far into such small scales well, because in years, reality, you know, hundreds of years. You know, I, I I don't you know I don't think that's a bad thing that it. Yeah, uh, but not with modern industry, not with you know global economy, not with like countries that, that are connected that digitally. I mean, like, that that that's not saying that it couldn't. What that means is right now we have a lot of. Flaws. I'm saying it can't. I'm saying it can't. It is saying I, it is kind of saying it can't because it would have happened by now because we've been trying it for hundreds of years oh, and no, we're not no, even no. close to getting there. Like you guys can't do the ANCAP project because if you could, some dude with a bunch of money who really hates taxes would have started one of those seasteads or some kind of like they would have bought enough land from a government to start their own ANCAP country and it would have happened, but it cannot in reality because you guys have a joke philosophy. Sorry, I am trying to be more confrontational well, let's, let's, because let's, I guess uh, it's, yeah, it's okay. Excuse. I don't mind I don't mind confrontational. Um so let's um let's look at like what I would defend and what I wouldn't defend, right? So I'll defend pure capitalism, right? What I won't defend This is what I mean. Is, you guys cannot defend capitalism. This is what I mean when I'm saying you guys are in nineteen ninety one territory. Like let me finish it. The whole not real <laughs> socialism thing. You cannot do it. I, no, 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 no. I, I'll defend real capitalism. I real, I really will. But what I won't defend. So you know what? We, so if you've ever studied economics, what is the effects of like price controls? What do you Just, mean? What are the effects of price controls and the standard economics? This is what I mean. You guys have to go so broad and just talk about a principle. I'm saying you should saying. read. Uh, what is it? Imperialism is the highest stage of capitalism. I think you guys literally don't understand advanced no, no, no. economics. Just, just ask me. Just answer this one small question. Just, just what are the effects? Like the textbook effects. You don't even have to say that you it, agree. Bill with says it. corporatism. I'm not sure no. what you mean by that, though. No, 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 no. What do you? Um, what are the effects of price controls? Oh, I got it. I, I see what you mean. I, sorry, I, did, I get it, Bill. So, uh, what are the, what are the effects of price controls? Do uh, you tell me, bud? I, let me see where you're going with it. What I mean is, um, you know, price controls are a socialist, right? It's a socialist policy, right? Mm -hmm. So whenever you introduce that to a capitalist economy, that was introduced by somebody who was obviously not a capitalist, or if they called themselves, they, they were not in any way that I would, I would understand it. Um, like, I would not agree with them, right? So if, uh, if you introduce a bunch of socialist policies into a capitalist economy, I won't defend those socialist policies. Yeah. But you could even have somebody that you think is a perfect capitalist, but they introduce that one socialist policy. I will not defend that one socialist policy. So okay, I will that's what I mean. all like, the effects. So this is what I'm saying. Like, to me, this I'll defend feels, capitalism. I understand. That's I'm agreeing with you. And I'm yeah. saying that's what why to me it feels like a total victory, because now we get to just basically say what all of you guys said 30 years ago, which is uh, capitalism sounds great on paper, but it just doesn't work with human nature. No, 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 no. Let me uh, let me give you let me give you a more detailed answer then. Um, so let's say right now I can track back just just you know for shits and giggles or whatever. I, I very much can. But let's say I look at the problem that we have right now in healthcare. 
the problem that we have right now with the huge fucking uh, cost of college, right? Yeah. And like, let's say I, I detail all these issues. Why is it that, that the uh, the Great Depression happened? And why did it last for so fucking long? I, and I go back and I, I explain to you through economics and I just show you how these policies ended up uh, creating these issues that we have. These socialist policies created each one of these issues, right? Mm-hmm. So... If that were true, right? Just take my word on it for right now. I can prove it to you if you need me to. No, but- I mean, I, I understand that. So this is, I mean, just to respond to that real quick, if I can, I think yeah, that yeah. is a common, like, it's a tactic that you guys use. Like, basically, every situation that exists in the world, like, economically, where it's businesses or people interacting with, you know, doing trade or whatever they're doing, there is a mix of the government and the business because no one is existing in a, in a stateless society right now. And so what you guys tend to do is find the the points where the government intervene and say, that's the point of failure. That's the reason this is not going well for people. And so it's great. Like, it's much better for you to operate in reality, you know, rather than being like, I'm not going to, I'm only going to. That is reality. If I'm showing you how these price controls created the problem, if I'm showing you how price controls, government intervention, how in in each one of these things are things that socialists wanted, right? So if I show you how them pushing for equity, like the 2008 uh, collapse, whatever, right? Like Mm. this was specifically pushed only by leftists, right? Only by people, I know you uh, separate liberal from leftist or whatever, only by Democrats that were listening to people on the left, right? On the further left than a a regular Democrat. No, I think that's also a hilarious stance for you to take. We can talk about it in detail. I would would like you to explain. No, please, Marcus, just explain to me how you believe that the government is actually influenced by voters. Because I think, I haven't believed that since I was about like 12. No, no, I'm not saying by voters. I'm saying the policies that they ended up going with we're all about pushing for equity, right? So equity is more of a leftist that's thing, more accurate. so than a liberal. Yeah, I mean, do you think that that's so? You think it's policies that we're trying to create equity? You think it was regulation that caused the two thousand eight financial crisis? Said, not I'll deregulation. Quote, I'll, I'll quote them. It was about equity. And no, so, just explain. Uh, no, explain to me how how regulation caused that crisis, not deregulation. Yeah. yeah. So it was one. So um, most people, if you're on the left, um, you're probably familiar with. Oh, it was Glass Steagall and da 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 da. Right. I mean, from my understanding, like the, I guess the quick 30 second view of the fucking 2008 collapse was that it was people gambling on derivatives that were unregulated or just like, yeah, not being regulated well enough. And they gambled and a whole bunch of other people like lost because of it, like like working class people lost because of it. And like the, I will push back on you saying that like, what Democrats pushed for policies that caused the whole thing. It doesn't even make sense. I have have all of their quotes. I, I save them. So yeah, I'm, I'm we don't. Well, we're not. Really we're not Democrats because Democrats are capitalists. That's so, okay. That's okay. Um, you know, I, I definitely understand the difference between them not being, you know, full blown Marxists. But whenever you push for uh, a socialist policy, I track the policy. I didn't really care that much about what politician does. What it, is right? the specific leftist policy that caused the O8 crisis, yeah. and how? Oh, yeah, yeah, great. Okay, let me pull it up real quick. No, I mean, just in your own words, like, what is the what was the policy and what was the effect of it? It was a bunch of policies, actually. Um, it was a bunch of them. So whenever you like, that's why I was trying to get to what are the what are the effects of price controls? And you, it, when you see these things, uh, you'll be able to literally go back to any policy and you'll be able to trace its origins. And you can actually see what the what. Actual yeah, I'm waiting for you to explain it. You've been saying yeah. that a lot, but. Yep. OK, so uh, let me pull it up real quick. <laughs> All right. So cool. So what ended up happening was uh, even before Obama got in there, right? So uh, you had Nancy Pelosi, you had Schumer, you had uh, what's the what's the guy that was uh, 
the first openly gay uh, congressman. Um, he was a big name back in the day, but he's been gone for a while now, so it's yeah, hard to remember. Um, but as long as you know who I'm talking about, right? So you had a bunch of these guys who were all about, you know, they wanted to to push for equity, so they wanted to um, force the banks to give out loans to people who typically the bank would see as more of a risk. And they thought that the banks were doing it based off of uh, racism or something like that. And they wanted to push for equity, right? So they said, you know, you're going to have to uh, give out loans to minorities like myself, right? Um, and they gave out loans that a typical, you know, capitalist wouldn't do. Right. Uh, Obama actually sued people over this as well. You know, they found out that uh, after tracking these people over, I believe it was a decade, um, that the same people that basically the bank thought might default on the loan ended up defaulting, proving that they were using data and it wasn't race based. It was just the reality. Uh, if we wanted to help these people, we should have done it by actually um, helping them get better jobs uh, and, you know, actually doing it through training rather than just giving them a handout uh, by, you know, and, and giving them loans that, you know, they should have never gotten. Uh, but the, the Democrats, uh, I know you're saying that they're not leftists. That's perfectly fine with me. But by using leftist uh, philosophy and economics, which is what I'm trying to, that's why I pin it on. Yeah, is, no, I, actually, I just, I just, where did you have to, why did you need to pull that up? Like, what? what, well, what I, did no, I didn't read it. I, was, I did not. No, I, I did the, I ask I did the question short. Real quick? <laughs> yeah, What's yeah. Up, bud? Can I ask a question real quick? Do you think that a policy of allowing banks to make risky loans to people that don't have any money is a leftist policy? Whenever the government gets involved to push for equity, that's a deregulation. Do you understand that? That's not a deregulation. You're describing is a deregulation. deregulation. Well, okay, hold on. Can I can I jump in real quick? Well, let's at least uh, go on that deregulation. That's not deregulation. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about that thing because. No, I mean, I think you actually, Marcus, you bring up an interesting take on the the crisis, to be honest, because I had never thought about it that way. I had never thought that the banks were forced to give loans because I had literally just always understood it that it was profitable at this time for the banks to give out loans without doing the due diligence, like literally give out irresponsible loans because that is literally banking 101 is to vet your, your uh, what do you call them, debtors to make yep. sure that they can pay you back and everything. And so I thought that it was just more profitable for the banks to not do their their homework and give out all these loans and what were they doing like the adjustable rate mortgage thing like yep. from what i understand it was not that the um it was not that the people were just like that the banks were forced to give these loans it's that it was profitable to do so and then it was even more profitable to then treat those loans as like a financial instrument that they could gamble with and then multiply the value of them through like artificial means and that ended up being the problem not the fact that like people couldn't suddenly pay their their mortgages because it was like this self-fulfilling thing it was like people lost their jobs and then couldn't pay their mortgages because there was like a scare in the fucking markets and then companies panicked and started dumping things and playing their fucking shell game that they play and then working people lost their jobs and then it caused that crash to be worse and then yeah. when it actually would have been better like the socialist thing to do in that situation would have been to give out trillions of dollars to like working people and let them get back on track. And I'll also say like, just as a final point, and then you can go, go off again. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that China, when they saw the OA crisis happening, they just immediately shifted their production from what was it? Exporting goods because they knew that they were going to have a dip in sales to other countries. And then they shifted their focus to domestic production 
and they just fucking took care of their people. And they weren't even in their like massive drive to like end poverty. Like I don't even think Xi Jinping was around. Like there wasn't. It. I. Don't, I, I think it was just a very different time. And they still were. It were still were able to avoid the effects of the crisis because of their planned economy. But go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No. So um, it was. It was our government was basically going to hit you if you didn't do it. And it, uh, you're familiar with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Yeah. 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 So that was really what it, you know, if I give you like the, the, if I read off what I, you know, have written down, it's super long, but it, it goes into it really deep. Uh, no, I mean, no, actually, no, if you want government. to put links, like I said, in there, in that text chat, if you put them in there, I think we've been having a good enough conversation that I can consider this yeah. like our episode for tonight. And we started at what, like quarter after six or something? Probably. So we'll go till at least quarter after seven. Um, okay. And then I can. If it needs any editing, I feel like it's fine, probably the way it is. But um, yeah, continue. Sorry. And what I'll do is I'll 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 do like either a, maybe I'll do like a video or something like that where I kind of go into this in detail. But yeah, if I mean, what I'm like I said, true, I'll put. Sorry, yeah. the, that was the reason I mentioned the whole time frame thing was I'm going to put any links you send, I'll put in the show notes. And if you want to link to your YouTube channel, if you want to make videos, I don't have one yet, media, but I'll make one. Yeah, yeah no or worries. your Instagram, if you if, whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so what we had was the government was coming in uh, with the, you know, the, the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and they were forcing you basically to do it. Um, and if you didn't do it, I think you even got a fine. Uh, but yeah, no, no, no. It was, they were very intentional about making you do that. So it wasn't just, you know, capitalism. So that's what I'm saying by I'll defend if this happened through the free market versus where the government goes in and basically makes you do something. I won't defend that because for me, that's not capitalism, right? So um, yeah. that's, that's what I mean by I'll defend capitalism, but I won't defend whenever somebody comes in like Medicare, right? Like when the Medi Medicare and Medicaid, uh, I won't defend those. I won't call them capitalist, right? Like those were, you know, people that they, I mean, they're, they're socialist programs. I mean, like, you know, like there's no other way to, to describe them. They're socialist policies. So, you know, so whether they... Do you think a government ever can be capitalist or do things in the interest of capital or capitalists? Um, so governments uh, typically are always going to move more leftward, right? So that's what the founding fathers wrote about. Wait, well, in, so in that's a big assumption to make, but I'm just like, do you think a government can be structured in such a way um, that it works in the interests purely of capitalists, like people who have wealth? Oh, oh, so okay. So we, when I say capitalist uh, on the right, we we're talking about people that support capitalism. Uh, whereas when you're saying capitalist, you mean a wealthy person. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, no, no, no. So no. it's actually not even. So that's actually a weird thing. Or, too. I apologize. Uh, a person that owns the means of production. There you change. go. Thank you, bud. So, you know, I get it. I, I mean, like I know what you're saying. But yeah, no, no, no. Um, I definitely a government can be structured to help them. I think that's what we have right now. Right now, we're under light fascism. Um, we're, we're, the further we move to the left, we're the more fascist we're becoming. No, <laughs> damn it. You said yeah, something yeah, so I, good and you fucked it up. Sorry. I know what fascism is in detail. I promise you. I, if you want, I can send you some write-ups I've done on fascism. Fascism is a form of uh, socialism. I know that you're, you might not agree with that currently. Yeah, I mean, okay. it, I wish but this was a video thing. Let me oh, the chat went up again. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. But no, no, no. I, I have so much information on this as far as when it comes to t discussing is fascism a form of uh, socialism? It's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. So, so my, uh, my quick response to that is just that yeah. fascism itself is syncretic. And I just found out about this word and I love it so much because it perfectly mm -hmm. describes the situation of fascism, which is that it is not a coherent ideology and it just grabs things from whatever is convenient at the time and then abandons them when it ever, whenever it has the power to do so, which is why you get things like the Night of the Long Knives, which is why you get things like fascists purging socialism. And the only thing that we do have that is consistent about fascists is that they don't like socialists. 
and they do not like uh what do you call it nationalization of things it was the nazis that invented privatization and both in italy and in germany when they took power they immediately like squashed labor unions imprisoned or killed communists uh any labor organizers unions in general were gone they brought back child labor they extended work hours and everything and they they worked directly in the interests of corporates and that's why I think that you guys have to dishonestly call them socialists just as they themselves dishonestly called themselves socialists because that is literally how fascism works. But go ahead. Okay. So number one, it's not a, uh, it's not just a mishmash. They are, they like, I mean, they were very principled people. Uh, Mussolini, um, especially when it came to like, the, like Hitler. I mean, I know a lot of people like to say, oh, he didn't know what he was talking about. He was just saying whatever no, he could. That the, yeah, that's. Like, uh, Mussolini these, was a socialist, and both him I'm, and I'm, Hitler I'm, said that they weren't socialists later on. Like, they admitted uh, that they had been and then stopped becoming socialists, and they waged, literally, you can say, like, whatever you want about their principles or whatever, but we know for a fact that they both waged war on and killed hundreds of thousands of socialists. As did many other socialist factions. I mean, the socialist killing socialists isn't a big, you know, it's not anything no, new, right? No, I, I, so oh. I will say, this is another thing that I like that Liquid Zulu yeah. does, and Praxben especially. Um, yeah. Is that you guys try to label, you try to basically, what do you call it, like uh, co-opt or control the definitions of socialism and capitalism and make your points from there. And I like oh. that you guys can't defend either capitalism in practice as it has existed in the real world, which includes imperialism. And you have to say that like World War II was all socialist infighting because those were all socialist states, even the U.S., like all the Axis and allied powers were all socialist states just warring amongst each other. I love that you guys have to resort I'll to that you. level. I love that you guys have to resort to that level of obscurantism because it no. it basically it makes you guys come off as ridiculous people. So when I when I say that you know first off okay let's go over a few of the things that you said. Uh, privatization was not coined by uh, by Hitler or uh, by uh, Nazis. I, I'm, I'm very familiar with the argument, them, but like they were the ones who started no. doing it. They weren't. I, and I'll prove that. Um, also, you said they were against nationalization. That's also false. Mussolini nationalized over 75% of the uh, Italian economy. Hitler nationalized over 500 major companies as yeah, well. And they Much operated like, in yeah. favor of the capitalists. They operated in favor of maintaining Some of the capitalists people. even started reading Marx to understand why Nazis were so focused on redistributing the wealth. Uh, whenever, like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I, I've got a lot of reading. I can out. Here's what no, I'll do. I'll I love you, that you guys have to do that. I'll, I'll let I will let you say that Nazis were socialists all day long because you sound no, like. A let me. I I just I'm telling you actual facts, right? Like I can quote Mussolini uh, whenever he's talking about how uh, he nationalized 75 percent of the economy. I don't I, not you know like he literally says that everything that he did was for the working class. He instituted national um you know he he instituted minimum wages. He instituted um um uh, social warfare programs. Like he instituted um uh, what was it right to I'm trying to remember the quote that he actually, because this is an actual quote that I'm going. I'm, I can literally quote these people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, I'm messing up right now. You can say it as much as you want, but at the end of the day, in the real world, the no, proud very much. are fascists and they hate communists. And we yeah. know where they're like, they wave their, they proudly wave their gas and flags and they make America great again. And apparently, no. like they no. are all right wing people. And we no. know where you guys are. On, like, I'm saying, let's, I think like you have to be dishonest. That's fine. It's cool okay. if you have to so lie. Let's because... talk about Richard Spencer. Let's talk about the the people that you're trying to you know talk about. Oh, is Richard Spencer left wing? Yes. Okay. What did he say he was? He literally talks about how he loves universal health care, how he doesn't like the right wing, how he's, you know what I mean? Like he voted for freaking Biden. You know what I mean? Like he, he literally talks about how, you know, he'd rather have Tulsi Gabbard and stuff. I mean, he wants like UBI. Who's a Republican now? Huh? Yeah, yeah. She just switched, yeah. 
But I mean, like when he voted for Biden, Biden not a Republican, right? So I mean, I mean, like I'm not, I'm not just making it up. I, I literally can go over. Uh, no, like I, I'm to white nationalists voted for Obama. Just Marcus, listen to what I'm saying. I totally understand your narrative. I'm perfectly familiar with it, and I like that this is what you I, guys have to do. I do not understand what you mean by this because you're trying to say like I'm I'm being dishonest when I say it that Hitler when I say that Hitler. Uh, said that Hitler said what did, what did Hitler say um, um, fascism came from? Well, let's just talk about the origin of fascism, right? So the origin of fascism it came from where revolutionary syndicalism, right? And you said that the uh, the, uh, the Nazis hated freaking trade unions. What? Like it's it's literally based in trade unionism. <laughs> you know, it's literally or based a certain or a certain race maybe. Like <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, so you could even vote in uh, in Mussolini's Italy unless you were part of a, a major union. So what they do, just like um, I mean, multiple socialists have also did this as well, and I'll and name them for you. But let's. Point, but then they get rid of the socialists. They get rid it, of the unions when they want to make money for the capitalists. Unions, no, all you do, they want to centralize the unions. They got rid of all the small disorganized unions. These unions held no power. They centralized them into two major unions. You can't call them anti-union. Like, to be fair, you can't call them anti-union. They brought back child labor. They extended the work hours. They did everything in favor. We'll of the talk about workers. that. We'll talk about that. But but let's first go to unions. They 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 killed off the small unions and made them two massive, powerful unions. Right? Like the Nazi economy was and Mussolini. They they're they're freaking revolutionary syndicalists. Syndicalism is trained unionism. All of all of fascism is based around trade unions. Yeah. You okay. cannot be anti-trade union and be a fascist. That's just a key point that you're ignoring, though. What's that? The fucking white no. nationalism and the genocide of people who are minorities. Like, well, fascism isn't necessarily uh, tied to white nationalism. Uh, that's been written about in depth. Uh, you know, I well, mean, no, it doesn't have to be white nationalism. It just usually is a nationalism or well, some kind of ethnicity. nationalism until you put a race in front of it, right? Like, I mean, you could be uh, economic nationalist. Nothing wrong with being economic nationalist. No, Most you can, people, you can Gandhi was an economic nationalist. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with being a nationalist. Like, you could be an economic nationalist. There's literally nothing wrong with that. I, mean, I think there's um, a lot of things wrong with being a nationalist, but that's Economic true. nationalist? There's nothing wrong. Bernie Sanders is damn near an economic nationalist. Bolsheviks, the, 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 the they're called nationalist imperialist. Huh? Bernie is an imperialist. I don't like Bernie. He's, a, he's an economic nationalist, though. His economics is to help this country. Yeah. It's not, he's not, uh, uh, yeah. So there's nothing wrong with being a nationalist. If you're just a nationalist, but if you're a like a black nationalist, white nationalist, a gay nationalist, a Christian nationalist, when you put something else in front of that, that's mm -hmm. when it becomes bad, right? So it, it depends on what you're mixing. Okay, so right? I, I can't, I'm kind of interested. I mean, I'm less interested in the nationalist thing. I don't, I don't really care about that. I don't think that it's good to be a nationalist. I don't agree with nationalism. I think it's stupid. But I see we also make a lot of caveats for people who are victims of imperialists who are colonized. We make a lot of we do agree with those people being nationalists so that they can resist their colonial oppressors. And we say that a lot, so but I'm less concerned about the nationalism thing. And I wanted to go back to the whole fucking Nazis are left wing thing. And I would yeah, like yeah. to explain the libertarian to far right pipeline. And then also just again, here in reality, why Nazis and communists don't seem to get along. There's basically, um, that whole pipeline, I mean, I, I've looked into it in pretty good detail. Um, there's, not a, there's not a lot of, you know, I've seen some articles on it. There's not a lot. There's like one guy, uh, Cantwell, um, and I think what happens is you get a lot of pushing. Uh, and even then, I don't, I don't know if he'd be a fascist as much as he's just right? Because um, you can be a fascist without being So he's a white nationalist, but he did hold more of my than than yours right but if you look at 99.9 percent .9 of all fascists in in history they've held your economics not mine, 
right? So, um, like, like, so let's go oh, into great that you pulled that stat out of your ass like that. I think that's fantastic. No, no, no I'm, I'm just, I'm just being real. Well, no, no, no. Mussolini's at yeah, least. 99.9% of left-wingers or, or fascists were left-wing at some point. I love that stat that you just made up. It's cool. Okay. I'll, I'll quote Goat's ally. I'll quote um, Stanford University. I'll, I'll, I mean, like, this no, is... Show me that 99.9% because you're full of shit. It's, no, it's not. Nine, nine, it's most, right? So, um... No, it's not. What it's so really not. Me, like, okay, so... Okay, wait, let, let me go for a second. I want to say what I think happened in reality. I'm going to mute you. I'm going to mute you. I'm going to mute you. Why? Why would you mute me? That doesn't because make any I'm trying, to, I'm trying to respond to your thing, and I want you to let me say it yeah, because yeah. I think it's going to counteract whatever yeah. narrative you're going to put out okay, there. In reality, what we see, and this is what people see in our day to day lives, we see libertarians, dudes wearing gas and flags, dude wearing Trump things, um, people who are on the right. We see right wingers, and they are proudly anti communist, yep. and then they end up turning fascist. And we see it all the time because they get dissatisfied with the the not extreme enough uh, politics of the right, and they want some kind of solution. Then they don't understand. They well, don't I, understand. just one second. They did that. I, I know. I'm I'm sure you say that, but like, my point is that, uh, like, a lot of us here in this server, we're now authoritarian leftists, but we were liberals at some point, and we mm -hmm. were hoping for the peaceful way of like getting to you know, universal health care for everybody or like just the stupid shit that we wanted as liberals. But then we saw how fucking extreme the right is getting, how uh, like prevalent that's becoming. And mm -hmm. we see that in our daily lives. And like, you can't, I think it's hilarious to try to convince us that these people were left wingers or that there isn't some kind of libertarian um, fascist alliance going on because we see who they hang out with. We see the gun groups that they form. We see like the fucking militias and everything. We see them in the military and the police. So like we see what is going on. And my whole thing here, and I said this outwardly to Liquid Zulu in the Discord, but I didn't say it like on a recording. Mm -hmm. Literally, my whole thing with doing turn leftist is to take fucking liberals and get them to realize that you actually do have to take up arms and forcibly stop the fascists, and that these are not people who are honest about their intentions. And they will lie, they will do whatever they can to take power and pretend that they are not what they are until they gain power. And then mm -hmm. they will like tell you what they, like by the time that it is too late, that yeah. is when you find out. And that's when you, the, the camps are already built, the ovens are already lit. And so when you do this thing where you have to pretend that Nazis are left wing, I fucking love that because it takes these- I'm a black hold man. Why hold on, hold on, bro, hold on. Hold on. Which right. I'm, I'm almost done. I really am. I love that because if there are any liberals who are hearing this still, if they are regular listeners to our show, or if they mm -hmm. just get sent this by people, mm -hmm. all I want is for everybody to understand that, like, your libertarian uncle, even if they are black, even if they are Latino, mm -hmm. even if they are a minority, they will side with the fascists before they will ever side with you on anything when shit gets rough. And, and Shit is let's getting rougher every day because okay. capitalism is spinning out of control. Now I will let let's, you Okay. Uh, ca the whole capitalism collapsing markets and everything, Marx was wrong about that. But we'll go there. You know, I don't But let's, let's first be very clear about where the origin of fascism came from. And so just like you did your soliloquy, just let me talk on it. And I'll, and I'll yeah, explain I'm it to you for a while. I actually, uh, I, I kind of want to get a beer. I wanted to see if you want to talk to other people, but I do want to hear what you have. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Yeah. I can actually, I'm going to switch my input here one more time. Oh, good. You can go remote. Good shit. Yeah. Nice. This part I'll cut out. Cool. Okay, say something. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Go ahead, go off. Awesome, awesome. So fascism, it took it, it, it's a combination of two things, right? So it's a combination of socialism and nationalism. 
right? Um, this was a, a really not debated by anybody. It's socialism and nationalism. Um, and it's not socialism. Just it's socialism because they thought that they were a more pure form of socialism. They thought that they were beyond Marx. So it's, it began, like all of the socialists, um, all of these uh, fascists came from Marxism. But they just, they believed that instead of an international proletariat. So what happened was with, with Mussolini, he's the father of fascism for anybody that doesn't know or whatnot. Uh, Mussolini is the father of fascism. He was going around in every socialist, um, every socialist party in all of the big groups in Europe all supported entering World War I. He supported entering World War I, but then you had most of Italy there did not. So that's why he got kicked out of the party. And so he saw that, that every, it doesn't matter where you go, if you're looking at UK, if you're looking at other parts of the country, all the socialist movements were re ready to fight the other. So he was like, man, you know, um, this isn't a very good thing that's tying us all together. Uh, this whole, you know, international proletariat, this isn't really the thing that's going to, you know, bound tightly, you know. So he ended up turning to, to nationalism because he just viewed it as a stronger form, a stronger bond than the international proletariat rising up and killing the so that's all that was. So he pulled his nationalism from actually Gabriel. So he pulled his nationalism from another left-wing figure, right? So even the nationalism of the National Socialism was very much left-wing from the very beginning, right? And we can tell by that just by looking at when Gabriel Dion, when he had the what is it called the thorn of or, or the rose of I forget Fiume, the rose of Fiume. Whenever he had his own city, because he had captured his own city, and so he got to create any kind of policies that he wanted. He's actually got a story, uh, but he's the original fascist, uh, Gabriel D'Anzio. So everybody should check him out if you get a chance. Um, he instituted like um, uh, minimum wage laws. Kids couldn't work. Uh, he had like rights for women, not a great thing. Nobody on the right that I disagrees with. Um, we would be different on because we believe that it should be up to the parent. So it's okay and we can have a debate on that. Uh, but we don't want kids working. It's just, we just want it to be eliminated through the market. Um, so he actually had uh, universal health care. He had like, uh, you know, so these things like minimum wage laws, universal health care, these things, we, I think we could all agree are social programs. Okay, social can, I, can I just jump in real quick? I, yeah, I won't take long. Um, when you say universal, is that also mm -hmm. for the people that they put in the death camps? Well, in the city of Fiume, he, he didn't have any death camps. I don't, I know of at least. Wait, oh, sorry. Where's, where's Fumi again? Is this Italy? Uh, so this was, uh, this was Gabriel D'Anzio. Oh, sorry. I'll type it in the chat. But yeah. So this is the guy, wait, is this the guy you're saying is the first fascist? Yeah, he's the, he's the original fascist. He's got a crazy story. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, for me, I don't like him. You know, he's a crazy socialist. But, yeah, I mean, know. just what, um, okay, so I, I don't know. I, I, you probably described yeah. it already and I might have. Missed okay. it you, were, you were cutting out a bit there, but um, I got it. I think I got the general impression. Um, so uh, what, I, what I was saying was I was going to go into how fast formed. So it, st it stemmed okay. from whenever he whenever Mussolini got kicked out of the Italian Socialist Party. Before that, he was a major leader. Right. So uh, he was best friends with the communist part, the guy that created the communist party in Italy. Like they were very much far leftist. They are not they don't agree with me on politics when it comes to policies at all. Right. Like they're very much far leftist. They never left the left. Right. Like so um, even even whenever Britain, I mean, you they, uh, what was it Oswald Mosley? He was very clear. He's like, look, I've never been <laughs> like and even now. Sorry, he, he said he's never been a what? You broke up again. a man of the right. 
I can, I can, I can, I can paste the uh, his quote if I needed to. But yeah, no, he, he, they, they were very much they, they understood that they were socialists. I mean, you had Trotsky understood that fascists were socialists. Stalin admitted that fascists were socialists. Um, you know, like these are people that like they understood. Stalin did what now? Stalin understood that fascists were socialists. And the Communist uh, International even admitted that they were a form of democratic socialism. Sorry, I so I, when I'm saying that, you know, and I can post all these quotes. I've got quotes on each one of these. Um, it's news to me that Stalin admitted not to socialist. What's that? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Sorry. That I got it. No, no stress. No stress. But no, so what I'm saying is uh, fat Stalin, uh, Trotsky, the Communist International, like these are all people that admitted that fascism was a form of socialism. So for, okay, it's not so just me saying it. I guess just um, my question is like, I didn't, I don't think I even released this one because that was such a weird conversation. But the first one of these that I did recently was mm -hmm. with this kid, uh, called himself Bob. And he okay. said something about Greek democracy. And I said, do you really think they had democracy because they had slaves? And he's like, well, they had democracy, but just not for the slaves. And I'm like, well, then that's not real democracy. Like if you had this, these people who were in your society, but they're considered the other and you could just kill them. Yeah. So that's my thing against the fascism. And like we as Marxists, we recognize like when people do things that are ostensibly socialist, but we also recognize when people take what we call right turns or like, I guess the right deviation or whatever. Like we see when people go in the rightest direction, even if they are calling themselves socialist. And there's a lot of splits in Marxist parties all the time. Yeah. And people argue about who is the most Marxist. And I guess you could call that socialist infighting. But again, for us, it's very clear. Like even liberals agree that the Nazis were right wing. And what? so that just shows whoa, 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 how far they went. Well, hold on just a second. Yeah. They agree that they went right wing because they're seeing like what they do. And I think most people kind of inherently recognize the difference between socialism which takes care of everyone, regardless of things like their skin color, things that they were born with, like whether they're gay or whatever. And then fascism, which may provide for the citizens it cares about, but then heavily discriminates against people for things that they cannot control. All right. So that would be, for me, what, what you just described, that would be a utopian definition. Uh, I look at them as collectivists, right? I think, that's, well, no, no, no. That's I mean, hilarious. So, so let me, let me, let me, you know, I'm not trying to make fun of you or nothing like that. I'm just saying when you say that socialism is, only when everybody gets everything that they need in this right here. Like, I understand socialism. Oh, no, um, I mean, it, it, is, it is utopian putting it that way. But, like, yeah. I mean, in reality, like, when you have someone implement such a policy in a mm -hmm. hypothetical state or whatever, yeah. if they implement something like universal health care and mm -hmm. they give it to literally everyone, yeah. that's socialist. But if they give oh, it yeah. to everyone except for the black people, that's not yeah. fucking socialist. That's fascism. That sucks. Like... Well, yeah, it's a, it's a form of socialism. It's just it's nasty. You know what I mean? It's uh, so it's a form of socialism. It's just uh, it's very unfair. It's very yeah. But racist, so very when when the socialists so, disown that and say it's not socialist anymore, that doesn't factor into your. Well, I guess it's a, is that like when we when is that like you, you guys saying? So gonna, is use, that like you're not real capitalism thing earlier? Like no, 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 no. Like um, it's still. Would you at least agree that it's very much collective? So on right wing, we're individualist very anti-collectivism right so at at very base i think what we can definitely agree on it is that it's still a form of collectivism would you agree with that at least no, it's heard from no it's not collectivism no because it still relies on see this is the whole thing about that we don't like about capitalism is that mm -hmm. it is a death cult because it always has to have this other that it can exploit to create no. the, the good situation well in history like in, in the real true. world like I know, but like I know it's uncomfortable for you guys, but that's how it always has worked. That's not accurate, though. 
That's not accurate. I, mean, I know like, you don't there's think no, that. Like, there's no like economist that would like stand by that. Like that's not true. Well, of course not, because they are practicing. They are the priests of. Yeah, I, I get what you. I know capitalism. Like they, it's you would, not in their interests. Yeah, but it's it's not. It's just not true. You know, it's just not true. Okay, well, um, so, I mean, they will admit that like workers in the global south and like the third world, as you might call it, are yeah. working for pittance wages compared to what we would work for. And they will admit that, like, the majority of our products are coming from there and that our lifestyle of being able to buy those cheap products and our pittance wages, like, depends on that kind of production. And so they just – they will admit it because there are obviously facts and figures to tracking all of that shit with tables and everything. But they just don't call it exploitation. They don't call it imperialism. They just call that economics. And it's really just a matter of how you frame it. But so there are still a bunch of people in sweatshops and fucking mining shit for Elon Musk. Like, so uh, capital, we don't depend on that. I mean, obviously, if you want the lowest price, whatever you do want to, uh, you want. So just call it distribution. So uh, you want you no, want you the people up that, again, just call it the oh, what? You, it's just you want just to distribute the labor to where it's most efficient, right? So if you have a bunch of if you have one country, everybody, uh, half the people can code. You don't want them out working the field, you know, harvesting grains. If you've got another country. Basically, people are already, they're just sitting around in their tent all day. Uh, they don't have a lot of, you know, um, those would be the better people to go and get the grain. And you're not, and it's not that we want to, it's just the best option that they have right now. They don't even have roads, right? So most people that can read are going to try and escape to a better country. Right? So it's just, it's not that you're trying to keep them there. So our whole goal would be just to, hey, whatever you think is best for your life right now, that's what we want you to do. And in those countries, like, let's say, uh, I know this is a big thing for. Breaking up. And so they'll go into it's a country. A big thing for, it's a big thing for who? Uh, people on the left. So they'll, they'll be angry about child labor and, uh, in a country like let's East Asia or whatnot. And so they'll go in there and they'll say, hey, you know. And then what ends up happening is just a fact of reality, basic economics. These kids are going to end up in like sex trade and, and harder jobs. Because the reason that they were working wasn't just because parents were just disgusting people. It was just the reality of it is they don't, they're not as um, effective in their labor. They're, they don't have enough capital in there that actually have those capital goods that would maximize their labor to where they would be efficient enough, where the kid doesn't need to work anymore. So every single economy goes through this phase. It's just a phase. But eventually, if you just leave that alone, They'll be wealthy. This happened in um uh, China. Okay, so hold right? on. That's actually like a great yeah. I mean, go wait. Give me your take on China. Yeah, yeah. So China became wealthy because of capitalism. China is still at the top at its government. It's still it's a communist country uh, from at the government level. But the parts that Basically. made it wealthy were capitalism, right? So we would look at where the origin of capitalism came in in China, and that would be Zhigong Village, right? So you're familiar with the story sure. of Zhigong? What's your what's your take on socialism with Chinese characteristics? Have you ever looked into it? Have you heard that yeah, term? Yeah. yeah. So it's just what they're doing is they're, it's a copycat economy, right? Uh, I figured there's a name of this curve, actually. So all it is is just, you know, when you, when you, all you have to do is copy, uh, like, the leading country, you can catch up way faster than anyone else, right? Like, we should be pulling all of these countries out of poverty if they would just copy us, if they would just embrace capitalism and say, you know what, we're going to let the government and we're just, we're just going to let you guys do whatever the fuck you want. Let them do whatever they want to do, just pure laissez-faire, right? That's what I'm defending. Let them go laissez-faire, and then the people that want to learn how to code, do that, the people that, you know, I mean, obviously, I, if spend so money over there trying to get schools the private there, companies that are oh, hell yeah. people I, out of I, poverty I in China and that are building the train stations and are, like, giving oh, them no, no, health care no. or whatever, like... 
No, no, no. That's not why they're wealthy, right? So uh, are you familiar with the, the story of Zygon Village? Zygon Village? No, tell me all about it, bro. Yeah, so, um, so what you had was everybody was starving, you know, under collectivized farms, right? So everybody had, uh, you know, they had multiple families all working on one. Uh, everybody was, it was basically a race to the bottom. What the capitalists would say, why socialism fails, right, is because, uh, you know, nobody has incentives work harder da, 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 right the typical spiel right uh so i i recommend you guys want it you it's, just, it you X. it's yao gang so okay. the x i a o g a n g so everybody should go look at the story of how it happened um you know everybody was and almost overnight whenever they uh began having private property right private property rights turned around uh, people from starving to people creating abundance just because now that they could all keep what they earned and they could keep their excesses and uh, you know don't get me wrong they all didn't uh, and he actually said you know let a thousand let a hey, thousand hey, hey, oh, sorry Marcus I gotta I gotta interrupt you I'm sorry but yeah, um, you're just breaking up a lot I don't know if it's like what uh, what device are you on I'm on a brand new MacBook M1 I might have to Weird. restart it I just have so much. Well, shit I was going to say, we're also at about an hour exactly anyway. So uh -huh. um, I appreciate your story about China. Um, I feel like I, I just want to make like one last thing. I'll let you go. I'll let you actually get the last word and everything just because I feel like it would be, I'd like to be charitable. Um, yeah. But I also just, I do want to wrap it up. Um, but I was going to say like, I, my take on that is basically that I think it's, I don't know. I, I think your your thing relies on taking this one example of like one city or one I, town I or province or whatever. In China. I know, I know. But so yeah. the way that we would describe, like, just to give my take on it, is that like yeah. the whole Deng era reforms, where he basically did like the opening up the markets and doing the mm -hmm. whole free market reforms and everything. Yeah. Um, it it did allow China to, I guess, catch up with the rest of the world industrially and economically. And the whole plan, it seems, in hindsight you know, was that he actually was a communist and wanted to, as a nationalist communist, wanted to revamp his country and have it compete and get out of the century of humiliation that it was going through. And then when it did, like their literal plan was to take enough manufacturing and tie themselves enough to the global economy and especially the American that they would be inextricable because they had it in mind that once their country became too prosperous or too much of a threat on the national stage that America would go after it. Because historically, that is what America does as the capitalist uh, center of the world. And so basically, like, I guess if, if I could wrap it all up, I would say that, like, um, earlier, like, I think you were trying to, um, I don't know, I, I guess it, it, it's, a, it's a weird thing. Like, I want people who want to come and defend American capitalism. And then it seems like when I try to get you guys to do that... Nobody you can will. only cite what's that? Nobody would because we don't we don't view it as capitalism. I uh, understand, but then you also yeah. say that like China should copy us, and I think yeah. you mean America. So no, then no, no, no. it's I, weird that you I, would say that that way. Then no, no, we would say that they should copy the origin of America, right? So we're we're literally just trying to say, uh, you know, minimal government capitalism. When we say copy us, we don't mean what we have today. Fuck, nobody would defend what we have today. Nobody, nobody wants what we have today. Right. So we all want minimal government, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. So uh, but on the China tip. Right. Like um, when you you kind of admitted what Marx said is that, you know, capitalism is going to be what creates wealth. Right. Well, so, no. Okay, so when China does it, 
they nationalize major industries. Like they'll control the price of energy. They'll control the price of like major goods so that their people can have everything. They will give everybody universal healthcare, but then they will let markets happen at the smaller level. Like if you just want to have your fucking stores and they're not going to control the price of that and micromanage that way because they don't see that as useful or even the way that works. Like they will use markets to their advantage. And that's like the whole socialism with Chinese characteristics thing is that they are doing socialism in the real world and then even moving further in that direction whereas the u.s is doing socialism by fucking never because it's ideologically opposed to it so question what makes these companies so large that they finally decide to take them over it's because they are free market capitalists right and the free market ends up creating wealth and then the government comes in later on and takes them over. and so when you're saying that the government is coming in and they're stepping well, yeah, in I think wealth naturally constantly once you have more money you're able to make more money but i mean but, so just hear me out on it. Um, so let's say they, they had full communism, right? None of this wealth would have been created, right? It's not, it's it, literally free. When you leave people alone and just leave them alone, like me and you, we can interact. Right now, you might be better at drawing. I might be better at fishing or farming. And we'll interact and we'll create wealth. Because then, you know, whoever, uh, who is this down here in the chat? Uh, Michael, he'll see that, hey, man, you know, these guys are out there. And the other guys out here doing this. Well, I can go get apples. You know what I mean? And we'll, we end up creating wealth. Michael will go and plant a bunch of trees. And so for right-wing people, that's wealth. Wealth is how much uh, goods and services are in the economy. We don't look at it like on the left. Typically, they have money. You, like, they, they look at the money and the, the actual numerical value, and they'll kind of say, oh, well, that's wealth. Whereas right, we're like, yeah, fuck that. Because that's how you end up with people that want to print a shitload of money. And they hit hyperinflation. They still don't understand why it happened. Uh, but yeah, so what I was going back to about the China thing real quick is that each thing that you brought up, like when they control the energy price, you know, trying to control like uh, what people invest in is like, was that good? Right. And that is the real question. So same with with, with uh, Venezuela. When we talk about Venezuela time is literally go and you can look at each individual policy that they implemented and you can see that they were socialist policies. They admitted that they were socialist policies and you can see the result of it. And it was the it was a textbook result. It's exactly what we expected. So that's why we like to talk about these things. So whenever you're talking about like China right now, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're seeing like the ghost towns, you know, the ghost villages, you know, the, uh, the what is it called, dregs where houses are falling down. Yeah. Uh, you know. These are all expected parts of capitalism. I mean, not what capitalism. Do you make of those, uh, what do you make of those uh, China's going to collapse in however many days videos? No. I, th I think, um, you know, I think that they'll rather go to war. And I think they were just a bunch of bullshit. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they are, they are a pretty economy. I mean, they're tigers say as far as their military goes uh their economy is really screwed right now they really yeah, they messed up it's, it's what we expect if, if you were just to go through would you mind doing this i don't know if you would or not but would you mind going through like an austrian economics course and then austrian you'll be able to economics look course yeah yeah and then I, mean, at I, bro, I was a libertarian for like a couple cringy years and then i i grew out of it i'm just saying the austrian economics course i'm not because not all libertarians listen to austrian economics so I'm just saying, would you go through an Austrian economics course? Then when you come back, how long would it take? Uh, you know, I mean, it really just go at your own speed, you know. And then whenever I ask you, hey, I mean, how long does it usually take? Is it like forty hours a week for like weeks or something? Like, what is what is it? Is this like a legit know. college course? Like, no, nah, it's it's uh, you know, I would say give it a month, you know, give it a month, just like put a couple hours into it. I mean, I saw um, I saw Praxben's degree from like the Mises Institute or whatever, and. I love one of my one of my co-hosts looked it up and he said that it took it takes like six credit hours and I was like less it's impressed like, once he said that. It's but. just a week. It's just a week, man. I yeah. If I sent you through that, oh my god, I'd I'd love to see what you have to say after that. <laughs> so, okay, well, <laughs> I'm gonna 
I'll let you just have all of those things that you just said, and we can touch on those the next time. Because, like I said, I want to wrap. Are we cool with wrapping it up here? Yeah. Um. Let's see. We talked about uh the. Ah oh, man, I would love to go into Venezuela, but you know, yeah. Yeah, I have I have a whole copy and yeah. pasting in my notepad. I could even send you, but like that would be I a good video. Have... If well, I sent you like some of the things that I've typed up, and then you just read through it, and then you'll read through it and give you a live reaction, like let's well, say I like mean, the 2008 collapse or whatnot. We can honestly, I would like to do it again. You've been a really good sport. Oh, cool. uh, you tolerated all the uh, the jabs and everything, and I like that. So I would love to have you back. I just yeah, I try to do like an hour because it's a good block of time. That's, That's about cool. what my attention span can tolerate. So. Oh. um so yeah, I want to wrap it up there. We and I would like to tease for next time. We could talk more about the China thing, and we can give more of our narrative on China, which is basically just that. Like, I mean, if I could just say it like flat out, it's like all the stuff you guys are saying about China. It's just like huge cope because China is going to be the next world power, and they're setting themselves up that way because they're building like cooperative relationships with other countries instead of like using imperialist force. Which is why when you guys see them having like a smaller military or whatever. Um, Basically, it's the American mindset of like you have to do capitalism by imposing it forcefully on other countries because that's what American imperialism has done, and that's why capitalism has quote unquote succeeded. And all of the times where you say that capitalism built a whole bunch of wealth because it was free trade or whatever, that was actually a bunch of companies going to global south countries and exploiting labor resources or whatever, and with the backing of the American or before that, the British army. And military like just navy or whatever behind it and we don't defend extract that. i understand and i think that that's fantastic that you guys don't see the connection that that's how capitalism actually works in practice but again like i said i did want to wrap it up and i was just trying to tease that for the next uh, time like i don't want i, I know yeah. you're going to have plenty of things to say that, about yeah. that but like i want to do like entire episodes about that concept cool. so yeah, yeah but i marcus i really appreciate it thank you for coming this has been like really cordial and i appreciate you being a good sport about everything so please come back again all right bud Thank you, man. Take care.